The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. What a great feast we celebrate today. The opening of the gates of heaven. Death and sin vanquished forever. Our eternity, should we follow the risen one, is guaranteed with him forever in heaven. What a wonderful and marvelous celebration we have today as a result. And yet, when we turn to the gospel for today, what do we get? We only get but a passing mention of the name of Jesus, and that's in reference to the beloved disciple. We don't get an encounter. We don't get one of those amazing post-resurrection encounters. We get the empty tomb. In the first verses of the Gospel of Matthew recounting the resurrection, we get an earthquake, an angel descending. In the Gospels of Luke and Mark, we get the empty tomb with angels already there. And in the Gospel of John, the next verses, we get the angels, but we get these ten verses. At this Mass, we get the empty tomb. This is cause for pause and reflection. Now, none of us can know why 
this gospel in particular was chosen for today. Why, when we come to celebrate the Lord's resurrection, we get the empty tomb. But there are a few reasons that can help us along the way. First of all, the empty tomb changes everything. An encounter with the empty tomb, an encounter with the possibility of Jesus Christ risen from the dead, changes everything. When we encounter the empty tomb in our own lives, we have to make a decision. Either this is true or it is false. And if it's true, it must change everything in my life. Christ must become the absolute center of my life. The one who had the power on his own to rise from the dead and to never die again should change my life. Not just the way I look about life, not just the way I look at, okay, I have to follow Jesus, but it should also change my worldview. It should smash any preconceptions or notions that I bring. In a scientific age, we think that everything can be quantified, everything can be understood, and then we encounter the empty tomb. We encounter this great mystery. We encounter the fact that our world, our life, is always open to something new, something more beautiful, something that will lead us to greater happiness. That can't necessarily be quantified. can only be experienced. Not only does the empty tomb change our world, The empty tomb also changes our relationship to sin, to our struggles, to all of those things that weigh us down. Now, Jesus conquers sin and death through his passion and death. But in the gospel today, we have the burial cloths, the things that wrapped him up, the things that most clearly marked his death and our sin, which was the cause of that death. And yet they are cast aside. They are no longer bound to the Lord. And so it is for us, we encounter the empty tomb every time we are reconciled with our brother or sister. We encounter the empty tomb every time we see our sin, our struggle, our brokenness no longer as a chain, a burden, a millstone, but as something that can be in the risen Christ converted to something good. In fact, death and the sin that leads to death also leads to the resurrection. And so it is for us in our encounter with the empty tomb and the burial cloths. In the Gospel, John sees the burial cloths and believes. St. Peter tells us in that first reading from Acts of the Apostles, we are all witnesses. We are witnesses to the resurrection. We are witnesses to the empty tomb when we see conversion, when we see change, when we experience reconciliation. The empty tomb, lastly, forces us to look at the world and to escape it from time to time. 
The first encounter with the risen Christ is not in a big city. The first encounter with the possibility of the resurrection is not with millions of people. It's three people gathered outside of the city by themselves. In other words, Christ first calls us to encounter the empty tomb, to open our hearts, to open our minds. And then what does he do? He comes and gives us more than we could ever imagine. And so the empty tomb is a reminder to all of us that prayer and silence are an absolute necessity in our life. If we want to walk with the risen Christ, we must from time to time sit with him in the empty tomb. In the second reading from St. Paul, we heard that a little leaven leavens the whole bread. A small encounter in silence, a small encounter away from the world with the majesty, the beauty, the marvel of God can, like it did for St. John, change our hearts, open our minds. In the end, The empty tomb is a reminder for each of us that this is what we are created for. We are not created for sin and death. We are not created for carnal pleasures. We are created for the resurrection. We are created for more. We are created for greatness. The Lord frees us from the shackles and the burdens of this life. So that when we encounter Him fully resurrected, when we walk from the tomb and see as Mary Magdalene does in the next verses of this Gospel, the risen Lord, and He reveals Himself in His glory, we walk with Him more and more. We experience more and more happiness, joy, freedom, peace, beauty, truth, all of those things that make life beautiful and worth living. It might not make any sense to any of us, but we find the most sense in life in the empty tomb. We find who we truly are at the empty tomb. We recognize that we are His. We are called to something great when we encounter Him at the empty tomb. When we see and believe, when we follow after the risen one. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia.